I'm not completely found, but I'm not as lost as I used to be. I'm James. <laughs> and my name is Keena. Once you go Asian, that's all you be craving. Welcome back to Sissy That Pod. It's All Stars 5 episode 6. And it's just the two of us. Just us kitty girls for this yeah, week's episode. Yeah, just keeping it, keeping it family. Like the finale set up. Yeah, 100%. Know? Yeah, we had a guest. They yeah. had to cancel for private reasons so you know that's fine life goes on uh so we have a interesting ball episode kind of like a half ball semi ball half a ball a mini ball for, yeah and also like I, I mean we're seeing now between drag race canada and all stars five uh pieces of sports equipment on shoe wear on mm. footwear seems to be what the judges are craving <laughs> yes. wiffle ball the house out <laughs> Shuttlecock those shoes. <laughs> Shuttlecock that walk. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode. So the episode opens up with the sort of spectre of yeah. the India versus Alexis beef that will carry on through this entire episode. Alexis seemed genuinely upset. She did. She did. Um, it was a very kind of uh, like. I always think of go back to, to Big Brother the nasty Nick confrontation it was very kind of like all the girls sitting around and everyone's like you've been plotting a very dirty plan Alexis uh, moment but she seemed genuinely frustrated also this is just like a, a like a, a very random thing that always frustrates me in like wherever I see it and it happens all over the place and shades it here where people like attribute really common cliches to their parents as if it was some like groundbreaking amazing thing so shades are like oh as my dad always says whatever is done in the dark will come out in the light and it's like oh as my mother always says roses are red violets are blue it's like (laughs) that is a really fucking well-known cliche no one has invented that just you know anyway that just annoys me because i've been watching the real housewives of beverly hills and kim and kyle do that all the time so like oh well as our mother would always say when in rome (laughs) (laughs) as my mother always says if you mix red and blue you get purple (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) but anyway that frustrated me uh but yeah no i think alexa seemed kind of genuine back in the workroom I, i i thought that she felt like she was like really sort of like shook by what had happened mm. and then like when we get to the nose gate later on in the episode it's like well you know the, the like kind of like india storyline just didn't follow through with that you know because so are so, you are you on to believing alexis now and not I'm, india yeah i'm well i was always more on team alexis than i was on team india i think but that's not what you said <laughs> last week on the episode oh. <laughs> 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 Like Alexis, you are a liar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think that that um, the the point that Alexis made about how kind of if she was going to do like a campaign to get rid of Shay, she would have needed to have spoken to everyone, and that wouldn't have worked for her just to have spoken to to uh, just to have spoken to Mayhem and and India. I think that that does kind of you know ring through and. Then the, the fact that, like, the note was, like, I still love you is kind of, like, obviously, like, oh, shit, I've created this unnecessary drama based on nothing. Like, she she wasn't willing to die on the hill of Alexis, you filthy liar. So... See, I don't see it that way. I see that India was, like, India wasn't expecting Alexis to defy it so outright and then was, like, well, look, I don't want us to fall out of. Mm. Mm. So, watching India's... Uh, watch packing, she was saying... 
you know, was there, uh, Michelle asked her, was there a campaign for votes? And India was like, well, Alexis doesn't say it's a campaign, but she did approach us. So I wonder, is there actual an issue with that word? Um, I think something, something will say it, as we probably would say. Alexis, you know, threw it out there, maybe as a joke, India picked it up wrong. I think there was, I think there's elements of truth to both of them, probably. And and Michelle yeah. did also ask Mariah, and Mariah was like, there wasn't a campaign to me, which doesn't necessarily mean there wasn't a conversation going on somewhere else. So yeah. I think, like most things, there's an element of truth in both of them. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be, it would be surprising if during the conversations in that period of time, if people didn't say, let's look at all of the options that we're going to do. But as we're seeing both in terms of the, well, actually probably less so today than the rest of the episodes, by and large, there seems to be consensus with what the queens are all deciding. And it does seem to be that the person who deserves to go home based on their track record goes home. I don't necessarily know that I believe that that's what happened in this episode. But, uh, but I do think it kind of, it does seem to be, it does seem to be sort of like the way that it's, it's working. So like there obviously is conversations going on in the background of like, we could send Shay home. We could like, although funny that like everyone's like, we could send Shay home. Like no one's mentioned GGB and GGB is like slaying the competition, like really like way out in front on, and like a lot of the channel, like a lot of the channel, like this was supposedly her week, like her, her bad week. And I'm like, oh, it's still exceptionally strong. But I do, I do think it's weird the way kind of like Shay seems to be providing almost this sort of um, barrier to GGB, kind of like she's the one taking all the attention of the kind of like the, the front runner. Where I, I would say that Juju at this stage is the front runner. I think the reason why it's Shay is because week three she's a, she's in the bottom. No one's expecting it. This it's like this this rare opportunity yeah. to vote her out. I think that's kind of where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to park the India Alexis drama because that looks like the only resolution we're getting. Alexis feels like she's become pariah Balenciaga. Uh, the episode sort of feels like i don't did, did someone say that in the episode or no. did you just make that up i always think pariah carey would be a great drag name so i went <laughs> wow tra- tra- trademark that <laughs> um, i felt like this episode felt like one of those late season balls like an episode seven or eight you know when there's only a few yeah. of them left and it's kind of fun to see them sort of you know sewing away together and, and chatting there was there was a lot of time in the workroom in this episode mm. like it felt like you got you to get a lot of that kind of, and i think that like i don't know if it's usually because with a ball episode there tends to be kind of like there's the little like there's the performance element which is usually kind of like a group dance number so you get broke you break yeah. up the the workroom with kind of some choreography bit meant that you didn't see that so you didn't see any of the like scramble on the main stage to pick up the the junk that they were given and you didn't see any kind of of the like them recording their voiceover bit the stanky mm. the starfish bit kind of of, of of voiceover so i almost felt it kind of felt like too long like mm. it was and it was it was like you had sort of shake you rocking around the room like tim gunn kind of make it work style and I, I don't know the whole episode is just a little flat for me the whole season has been a little flat for me let's just call a spade a spade <laughs> let's go so often we come on the podcast and we have a guest and we're like how are you enjoying God Says 5 and then we're like yeah I'm loving it and the James and I are like oh god okay we have to be enthusiastic so <laughs> I just feel I just think the production have messed up on this season. I think the queens are great I just think the tasks have been so dull and like yeah. Looking back to me, the runways in All Stars 3 were shocking, but I think that had the actual best 
tasks on it because you had a re- I thought a really strong talent show you had the divas live which was great the bitchler was probably one of the best improv tasks you had then you had snatch game let's not talk about the Andy Warhol ball then you had the five queens versus the five queens coming back with a girl group challenge like they are some of the best moments in all stars I think yes and I agree this season it's just been okay a decent a decent um variety show a bad girl group challenge like I'm in love wasn't great a stumble and a fall of an acting challenge and then an improv challenge I just this is flat and the girls don't seem to be coming back at all I'm just kind of like what's going on yeah so I I had expected that today that like my I was wondering if today kind of like the the jury of your queers that maybe now the vote will be taken off the queens altogether and that now it would be the eliminated queens who would be voting kind of on based on but that didn't happen. And I'm actually kind of glad that that didn't happen because I think it would have created a really frustrating dynamic um, because it is kind of like, oh, now it doesn't matter who puts in what work or how anyone does anything. Like kind of who, someone could just go home on a whim yeah. and the people who are voting aren't, aren't invested. But yeah, I don't know. It, it just, it feels like kind of they had their big wow gag moment of like, oh, well now kind of it's just one per, it's like one top queen and they like compete against a lip sync assassin. But then those lip sync assassins, I, I don't know like none of the, the lip syncs have left me gagged like I mean you're not like it's if you think back to sort of say like ta- I think it's because the lip sync assassin doesn't really have anything on the line like maybe if the lip sync yeah. assassin if I the lip sync assassin think... was going to win the 10 grand then like maybe they'd be like alright I'm going to really fucking turn this out but like at the moment it's kind of just like what like you get two minutes of screen time on television so you just like stick a bumper sticker on your arse and walk around so everyone will google you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that caught me off guard. Um, <laughs> I blame actually the song choices again. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. One last time, love that song for Ariana. Oh, Has the poignance of the Manchester bobbings in it as well. And all that sort of stuff. Not a great lip sync song, and we've had loads of Ariana. And last week the song wasn't great either. The best lip sync song this year was uh, for All Stars Five is the Pointer Sisters Neutron Dance. That was a great choice, and Shay and and Alyssa did it justice. Yeah, completely. And that was the only one that was, that's the only one that like is anyway kind of memorable, but it was at the still, at the same time, it, it still wasn't like, it, it wasn't sort of like, like, cause I, I, I don't know, I suppose like I remember watching some of like those classic kind of drag race lip syncs, the lipsticks, the, like the ones that are kind of like go down in history and like you literally are on the edge of your seat mm. and like you're kind of like blown away by the performance and then there's also the tension of kind of like, kind of like both of these people are fighting for a thing. Whereas mm. now, like, I don't think it really feels like, like kind of in a way the lip sync assassin winning it's kind of it's like you get your 10 grand but it's a bit of a toy like the, or the lip sync the contestant winning is kind of a bit of a poison chalice because then they are sending the person home yeah but also over the course of the season they haven't deviated at all from what the group are thinking so it's not really like you have that moment of like like maybe next week we're going to get backstage and it's going to be like uh cracker sent blair home which Cra- cracker sent home alexis yeah so like everyone sent alexis home so like this season like it's been like consensus 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 everyone has sent the same queen home as the the, the mm. majority decision has been the same as yeah the the like and it just i, I don't know it just i suppose the drama in the format change was going to be that there would be someone who tried to send a person home who didn't 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 end up going home but the thing the thing i love about drag culture and lip syncs and kind of gay male culture mostly is like we love a niche pop song we love like a yeah. deep dive kylie song we love being like sophie ellis baxter there's all these niche pop songs that we all love to see on the show 
and they're just kind of being like, oh, okay, hold on, Rihanna flicking through her catalogue. Okay, we haven't had this one yet. Let's go with that. I completely agree with you. And like, I know, like, I, I don't know whether maybe like there's a, there's like a difference in, like, you know, if we were to get like a bit of uh, some like Natasha Bedingfield on there, Sophia Ellis Bexter, you mm-hmm. mentioned like that kind of a thing. You're right, more Kylie, you know, maybe that would sell more to us. Maybe in like America, they're like gagged over this. They're like, oh my God, that's such a club classic. We love it. Like maybe there's like a whole... Like maybe there's a, I don't think so though. No. I was just trying to. I was actually thinking of Natasha Bedingfield during the week, and her best song is "I Want to Have Your Babies," and I will, I'll take that to the grave. I, I mean, she only has one song, and it's unwritten <laughs> no, it's because <laughs> because that iconic drive of Lauren Conrad into LA and Kirsten Cavallari can fuck right off. She she never <laughs> existed in the hills. She never existed. Get out of town, bitch. Literally. I'm walking, I want to have your babies. I want that for a lip sync on Drag Race Canada. <laughs> Why Drag Race Canada? Well, she sings it. Just because it's on. Oh, okay. Come on, we got to get through this. Me too. <laughs> Look at you getting me back on track. <laughs> hey, that was a Benningfield reference. Give me credit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, if the production is not the one, then... <laughs> <laughs> the, the queens are I have to say like even though we've given out about the, the production I think like Shay and particularly Juju has managed to you know grasp good content out of nothing repeatedly yeah. and the walkthrough through has shown us some some really sort of lovely sort of narratives we haven't really seen too much before in the show you know Shay sort of really sort of you know up like I, I was on yeah. Toast to Tears the death of her father and her sister from cancer and then Juju talking about her recovery and having to break up with her fiance and leave some friends and that even got real emotional so yeah that, that's some really sort of heartfelt moments we hadn't got yet no absolutely and I think like b- both of those were two very genuine moments in a sea of potato salads with raisins um <laughs> <laughs> like I I the I I wasn't I don't think I was aware of the the story of 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 Shay. I'm assuming it came up at the the grand finale of season nine, but I hadn't. I just hadn't um, remembered it. But yeah, like it was, and it was. I suppose it was lovely to sort of see how proud Shay's family were of him. Obviously, because he's a, a fucking amazing performer. And it was like, I, I, it was, it felt very, very genuine. And the same with Jujubee. And it was interesting, I suppose. And like, cause I actually felt like a gen, like, cause often with Rue, you kind of get that moment of like, oh, this queen is crying. Amazing. This is going to be like absolutely fantastic. Whereas when she was talking to Jujubee, it felt like there was a genuine connection there. Because I think like, obviously what Juju was talking about was the AA and sort of, or the NA, like going to, to one of those groups and having that become the support structures that she had around here. And Rue had a similar story. So like there's a real bond and a connection there. And I suppose like that's really, it's important for, like it's important that that message is kind of mentioned that like, you know, if you're in a destructive space and you need to leave it, that there are support groups that you can go to and that they do work, which is which is really nice. Would have been perhaps nice if they'd like more explicitly said, but it's that's GGB's story to decide whether she wants to like say explicitly. I do find it sort of, sort of funny sometimes that you know, it's the walkthrough and Rue comes up to Alexis and he's like, no, your, your, your face looks strange when she was on. He's like, that, that's what somebody who's sad looks like, Rue. I'm not sure <laughs> how you're able to gauge emotions there. Um, and obviously I know 
that Rue and Michelle don't know all the backstage drama and stuff like that or yeah. why she would have been upset. Uh, and then she was like, she moves on to Shay and it's sad. And then the music perks up again and then Juju be and it's sad. And I'm sure Blair <laughs> and Cracker are like, oh my God, I don't know what's in a horror. I can make to the table, you know? But, but yeah, but like, didn't, I think Cracker had already talked about her, um, Cracker had already talked about her, her relationship with her mother yeah. and her family like back in, in her season. So she was mm. like, I'm all, I'm, I'm all out. These days. I'm all out of <laughs> Sad. It does sort of feel like X Factor sometimes, all right, with the sad story. I do think it was funny how, how Ru, like after like the kind of the interaction with Shay, where it was like all very sad because you know your 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 father you know passed away and all the rest of it. Ru like through like tears, genuine tears, will say was like, make sure to honor him by living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> That almost sounds like something so on the nose, like, make sure you honor him by streaming Champion on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, letter gate, note gate, let's get into it. Yeah, so, why wouldn't you leave a note for Juju? Ran out of ink? (laughs) That's Juju said. I don't know. I'm not sure if that was purposeful. I, I just am like, like a note for Blair, Alexis and Shay. They were the three notes that were left. Well, Alexis and Shay are, are understandable. Alexis, you know, you're like, I still love you. I don't want us to fall out over this. Great. Shay, I got your back. AKA, I was being honest. Yeah. Understood. Blair's a weird one. Now, maybe you know, Blair was a new friend. She was like, you know, I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. I'd love for us to hang out going forward. I can't remember the actual body of the letters. I just don't get it. If I had a chance to write a letter to any of the queens, it would be <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, all I'm, I'm sure you can find her postal <laughs> fan <laughs> address online. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself someone who can send it. No, I, I, I thought that the note thing felt sort of like, I don't know, like they do. It does seem like leaving notes for people is kind of something that does happen a good bit on the show, and we've seen it mm. previously turn into kind of like a shady moment, wasn't it? Where it was a Torgy left a note for Trixie, Trixie which mm. kind of called out, I can't remember who it was, it called out, like, it it's was, like, fuck that Chandler bitch, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, and Chandler turned that into, like, so, there has been, like, issues, like, those notes seem like a regular enough thing, I just, I do think that, like, when there's so few people left, and, like, literally, like, it's not like you're writing, it's, like, it's not like you're writing kind of an enormous, like, kind of, like, I don't know, I think that when there's only two people that you're not leaving a note for, you have to understand how it might look afterwards, and Juju was very funny about it. Like Juju did. Like Juju was obviously kind of you know. And the Cracker didn't even met, like Cracker. Obviously was like I don't care. I don't want to know. Oh, India yeah, for I forgot the Cracker didn't get a letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like it's kind of funny. We see the loads a lot in 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 Untucked, especially in the normal seasons or the Queens are like saying yeah. Do you think at this point production would invest in some better paper because it's still like scrawled with a biro on the back of a fool's cap? Like, do you think they'd be like, okay, here's your you know headed RuPaul paper for like the good camera shot and untucked oh that is a good like yeah you would think that because they, they have sort of capitalised on, on literally everything else so like maybe mm. just like actually having kind of like ruse cap paper that yeah. has like you know and then you, you you write your little note on it and you can leave it in each of the girl stations like that yeah. would and then like you know Ru could do like a deal with one of those what's that like paper chase and mm. like have it sold there I mean you know yeah. Make sure you honor him yeah. by leaving him a note on your official ruse cap paper. <laughs> I'd be honored. First. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so this week's task was to attend the Charles family barbecue ball. 
Yeah. Um, and his family members were there and were stuck within picket fences like a flock of sheep. Yeah. And the queens had to write a so obviously templated passage um, where of, of a character that might have show up to this family. Yeah. Event, and then a look based on background object. I'm struggling to say it because I don't think it was very clear. No, no. Like, I think obviously this this was sort of a, like a callback-ish to the, like to the, to that, to the season nine runway where they had to like invent their kind of like little sidekick character. Into the, like, mm. But anyway, I, I think the challenge wasn't clear. Usually with the ball, you get three looks as well. Mm. So there was, there was sort of a, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just sort of all felt a little bit odd and the kind of like, but maybe it's just like, again, maybe it's like, this is a really cultural, this is a cultural thing that just hasn't translated here. Like these big backyard barbecues, like people have barbecues here, obviously, but maybe there's not that kind of like country cookout awareness. So like, we are kind of like, I don't get these references, so it's not funny. But also- oh, no, I, I feel I got the references. I just, I suppose when they came out, first of all, Miss Cracker came out first of all I was like oh did she make that look I totally forgot about the first part of the challenge really yeah. until I saw it and I was then trying to piece it together also the way Rue even described the first part of the challenge the kind of like oh you're someone who's showing up and you've brought a thing and whatever and this is like it, it was very rambly there was a lot sort of of um, mm. like there was a lot there, there, there's a lot to it and I was like I don't really understand I don't know what's and I don't understand why they couldn't have just had a third look. Yeah, I think a third third look would have been would have been like again just something they brought from home. Cooking goddess. Yeah, that's a, or inspired even, by even, Naomi Smalls. Like that's a perfect look. Yeah, or even even if they had to like do like kind of a like a they, they each had to do just like a simple one where they had to like decorate a an apron, and they had to like mm. you know kind of like do kind of like yeah that sort of thing would have been would have added an extra dimension to it or something like. And also, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand the reason they had those people there like i think it was nice that Rue wanted to bring the sisters on yeah but i just was like what, what you know kind of like what what are these people here for and they just and like there's people with their backs to the runway who were looking over their shoulder and i was like this all looks very uncomfortable for everybody involved really yeah. <laughs> no it really it really did and the way there was it was set up initially with the like picnic tables and they were throwing balls over from like one paddock into the next paddock and <laughs> I <forgot about> that. <laughs> Stupid. You just imagine the producers be like, okay, uh, can we get the left hand side of the family to throw the ball over to the right hand family? Oh, I'm sorry, she missed. Can you she take that shot again? Like, it's just, yeah, like, I know. And, that, and then, like, literally, they used that shot for what, like, less than less than 10 seconds uh, of, of just sort of like, oh, and then, like, they're all, like, in their little seats, you know? It, I, lo- I love, like, some family members being like, what does Uncle Rue work as? Oh, we're going to go to his work and find out. And they were like, it's like what is this? I'm less clear now what this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, like, I, I, in terms of cultural references that I didn't understand, like, mm-hmm. what's the deal with potato salad? Like, literally, like, all, like, so many potato salad jokes. And, like, it was, like, that moment of kind of, like, anytime anyone said potato salad, it would cut away to either Rue or Michelle, like, literally breaking their shit laughing. I guess it's just a southern american popular food if we wanted to do a task with rupaul's family it should have been the makeover challenge good lord could you imagine that that would have been so good rue see rue seeing his family members in drag for the first time amazing 
Now, I did like the first round where they got to make up their characters because it was they're they're really funny. Like Cracker coming out first as her Jocelyn Opal Rose. I thought she kind of looked like Carol Kane in Kimmy Schmidt with her sort of doily look. I thought it was great. Oh, I was that Lillian. Yeah, Lillian from Kimmy Schmidt. I absolutely like that's that's what I yeah felt from her, and I thought she was very funny. I mean, but I would I would sort of like sort of um I would I would what's that I would. I'd qualify my saying I did think it was very funny by heavily saying that at no point did I laugh out loud during this entire Oh, I did. I, I laughed out loud at, at Cracker and Juju. I I did not. Okay. I mean, maybe at Juju's, Juju's uh, Juju for MSG, that's my, my campaign song. And I was like, oh, that's very funny. But no, I was I was not sort of... I was not loud. Well, I like I like the new new take on like Katya Petrova's Amalochiko, which your dad just calls me Katya, when Zuzu's like, you know, everyone calls me Ping, but this family calls me Amber. <laughs> it's also like a commentary on how Asian people feel they need to change their name in Western yeah. society. So, so I thought it was funny and looks like obviously car- caricaturish with that massive hat. So yes, I thought it was yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. Um, I did not enjoy Blair at all i would say of all of the looks that were served on this evening's runway blair's family i can't even remember what her name was darlene darlene yeah. but they call me stanky i was like this is this is just like it was my least favorite her, yeah. her and alexis were tied i think for that um because i didn't mm-hmm. love alexis's housekeeper look either i was like yeah um yeah no, she think, had that grandrea tea she brought out like her yeah throwback to the character on the back of it there was tweety bird apparently Oh. Yeah, I saw on, on, on Instagram. That's why you never saw her from behind, just because that's a trademarked character. Oh, okay. Why, how did it tie into her narrative, Tweety Bird? I'm not sure. Support for Asia O'Hara? Maybe. <laughs> Shays was fine. I thought her Shaykita, but everyone calls me the Kiki. She had like a good, that good line, like, oh, she already had done, had her chips. Like, that was kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah. Grant, like five, six out of ten, maybe five, six out of ten. Alexis housekeeper Carmen Sita, yeah, it just it flopped. It it just wasn't, but like she did, she 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 rolled back into that same kind of like high pitched sort of mm. um thing that she she does when she's a bit stressed out, and it sort of is interesting as well because if you think back to like Snatch Game of Love was very controlled and her performance was very sort of like it obviously had been thought through and she had a lot of she prepared it, whereas this you could kind of see the sort of franticness coming back in mm. um, with her. And you can tell like she was sort of in her head the entire episode though. I think she kind of like had this like sinking feeling going right from the beginning. So maybe she brought some of that to it. I, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it or understand it. Yeah. And her look looked like quick drag at this yeah, point. Yeah, it did. And it sort of like didn't like the rest of them were very kind of clearly kind of trailer trash, you know, kind of, country cookout like well trailer trash is what i would have said most of them looked kind of that sort of like aesthetic that you get like my name yeah. is Earl trailer park stuff hers was very much not that yeah she should have done rather than like that the help in quotation marks she should have been like a sophia fergara going to the party and like looking down at everybody and being like oh you know yeah i shouldn't be here that would have probably yeah. suit her better yeah i i think that that would have worked for her um she was yeah i think she was she was a bit sort of frantic and it didn't really work and then the sort of like wig reveal was sort of unnecessary mm. and yeah no the can we talk about bb rexa by the way i who, was just about to say her hat was my favorite thing 
Oh, it was great, but did she not have beef prior with Aquaria online by saying Aquaria wasn't that talented and then said she loved Miss Cracker, which was just like, oh, they, you know, did you know that they were always accused of being each other? She's weaponized Miss Cracker to yeah. beat Aquaria. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can, I can't, like, obviously I can't remember what, when this happened relative to when Alzheimer's was filmed. I mean, I can't, you know, but... Yeah, it'd be interesting to know whether this beef happened and then they asked BB Rex on, which would be like, well, that's a fuck you to Aquaria then. And also, sorry, just think about it. Why didn't they have a BB Rex lip sync? Because, I mean, people would have been as clueless to that as I am now. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, oh, a, a BB Rex. I'm assuming that she's something similar to a Hadid. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a singer. Oh, I, I'm not familiar with her tunes. I'm a her- mess familiar to me Florida Georgia line that that um meant to be so would have worked really well oh I do know that yeah. it's kind of country and it kind of ties into the the, the theme of the family get together like get us on that show as producers I swear to god get us in there so that we can have three years of glory before we fall out with RuPaul <laughs> that's all that that's all I need <laughs> um, she was also on that that track um that girls track that everyone gave out about with Cardi B and Rita Ora and Charlie XCX. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. I said she has several songs that I've heard of. Yeah. So that's good for her. Um, well done to BB Rexa. Um, qualifying to be a guest judge on All Stars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would I would say though, like, the again, the quality of guest judge this season has been low. BB Rex has been one of the best, in my opinion. Anyway, um, yeah. that's saying something. Yeah, she'd be up. She'd be up there. I mean, I'd never heard of her, but she definitely was up there. Okay, let's go on then to the 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 looks they made themselves. What do you think of Cracker's look? I liked Cracker's look. I thought that she was like I I, I didn't love the neck thing because I felt like it kind of and like I don't know if her, her eye makeup was very small or something. And um, mm. so I, I I was like there was bits of it that I like. I, and I, I don't know, I think because the, like, the fabric of the... <laughs> I liked it as I tear it apart. But, like, <laughs> the fabric of that, like, th- from being, like, an absolute obsessive watching um, Project Runway, like, and any sort of, you know, m- sort of challenge where they have to use, like, strange materials to work with is always my favourite. I've seen before where they've done stuff where they've used that kind of, like, um, either, like, seatbelt material or that kind of, like, like, stiff kind of, like, tow truck stuff. And it always does this thing where it kind of it's too stiff really to like fit to the body. So I think that but the fact that she wasn't wearing a chest plate uh, and she had made it out of that just meant that it looked like it just looked sort of, I don't know, uh, it was a bit sort of, it was, it was over stiff and it kind of like, you know, sort of like bunched in places or something. But I did think she looked fab. I think that like of the looks on the runway, she was my second favourite. I mean, I've watched less Project Runway than you. I was like, okay, look, that's very well put together. I love yeah. all the, ru- the ruffles under the, the, the skirt. Um, it didn't look as pretty as I think it could do, but I suppose it was more, this is my look based on the back garden rather than this is my high fashion look. Yes. I was sort of surprised based on how little screen time she got throughout the episode that she won. Like I kind of and like by the like when when she was on stage I was like right I don't like when she started getting her critiques I was like right well you're obviously like you're the top like you're in the top you're you're likely going to win and I kind of thought when they were all doing that thing of like Shay 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 like I kind of felt it might have been building to Shay winning um so I was a little bit surprised that she won but she definitely like 
interpreted the challenge really well, used interesting and different materials and looked quite well. My favourite look on the runway, and I know that it was much more simple than a lot of the rest of them, was Juju's though. Yeah, that was actually mine as well. And then I was like, you know, they point out the seams and I was like, oh, okay, well, I can see yeah. that. But I just but, thought the colours were, were lovely. No, absolutely. And like, I, I, again, from like my limited amount of sewing experience when I was making my couple of drag costumes, it is really difficult if you're going to try and line up a pattern. Like that is that is very, very time consuming and hard to do. So like, I think that it shows the, the degree to which you're splitting hairs that they even mm. pick that up. Because I'd say that there's other outfits that have walked that runway from main challenges where like you, like you just like, you just would let that slide. Like in a different challenge earlier on in the season, in like a main season, I think that look would be winning. Because it was very similar to say the um, the crystal look that she made. Because like it had like the rough around the neck. I really liked it though. I thought she looked great. I thought her hair was. I thought the way she like had her hair the same color as the watermelon, and then, like and she'd made herself a little watermelon purse. I was like, I, I thought that she looked really really cute. Yeah, no, me too. And the way she carved her body out as well, I was like, yeah. she just looked really really hot and sexy. I would have thought. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of it's kind of weird. Just I think it was just that color combination. And I suppose like if you were to have an eye for style, like. You know, if so, somebody just had better sewing abilities, they could have made that look nicer yeah. than them as crackers, you know. And I like actually when the judges called her out, she was they were like, she was just like, I hate this task. And they were like, <laughs> it's okay. But I think like she, she like is sufficiently well-rounded and like, you know, she did do well enough that she was able to say, this isn't my forte. I don't like this. Where, where and it didn't sound kind of like she was complaining like she clearly done her best at the challenge so I just, did you notice that her shoe was open in the first runway with the big hat when the buckle of her shoe was undone no I did not notice that mm. have it down the notes. It. my hawk eye caught it now Blair's second look I didn't like it I, I was like I, I know you're going for high fashion I just I thought the colours were too close together it was all too close to one colour palette she, I think she did like a dark colour to bring out the pink yeah now let's get into this and we love this reference it was very soft sculpture it was it was giving me it was giving me soft sculpture the house down Serena Chacha is what All Stars 5 is missing why hasn't she been a Hipstick Assassin why yet? why um, but no so I like even in the in the workroom <laughs> I'm still thinking about her coming out with books and she's just hurling to about the other guy. read some books bitch yeah. And a tiny old pad of a flag. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, no, I, I, I like her kind of bigging up her kind of. I was, I was like unsure kind of when when it was going into it because she was like, like she bigged herself up when she was talking about her sewing abilities and she was like talking about like how you know kind of like she's like oh like my parents I make all my outfits and I, my my family is all like oh my god what are you doing and then when I saw it it kind of reminded me a bit of do you remember the the Celine Dion thing that Milk mm. wore mm. and I was like I, like where again it kind of like it was like all asymmetrical and weird and kind of didn't really and like the, just like the, there was like a cockiness walking into it and it's like. It obviously, like, something did come apart and she had to try and hold it. She obviously now has decided she's going to capitalise on that little sort of, like, shush shiver. Or the shiver shush. Uh, it's She's going to make that her thing. Because uh, Rue, out of nowhere, brought it up last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we spoke about it. No, week. we didn't. <clears throat> but he was but like, I, oh, me and my husband were always laughing at you. I'd be kind of like, should I be offended by this? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But yeah, so she, I, I thought that like, and I actually agree with what Carson said about the hair. The hair looked like it was sort of like, it had been like slicked back and wet look, but then it had dried a bit too much. So it sort of started. Well, 
Blair has something to say about that and untucked. She says that it was wet and that it just dried naturally as she was standing up there for hours waiting to get critique. Well. Then I was thinking, are there not products that will keep it wet? Yeah, I was like, I know as a 16-year-old boy, I certainly went through enough wet look gel. Let me just correct this this grammar on that sentence. You know from when you were a 16-year-old boy, not as a 16-year-old boy. As a 16-year-old boy. (laughs) Stop dreaming. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. As a (laughs) 21-year-old, I know exactly who BB Rexa is. Oh. No, I I, I was wondering that as well. I was like, I'm sure that there are products products that do like that mm. i know not i'm sure there are there are products that will Don't. give you wet look if that's what you want to go for, for days yeah exactly uh shay's look i thought was kind of poorly constructed it kind of looked like it was coming apart a bit well yeah she she like obviously when she was doing the getting ready for the runway bit like she talked about the fact that she had made it out of like it was like placemats or something and it was kind of like coming apart um i liked the story she gave us and took a slightly different, um, slightly, slightly different kind of um, twist on things, like kind of where she was like making the country barbecue about her wedding, I assume. Um, and I loved the the like veil thing and the the kind of like the the decorative headpiece, if that's what that was. I thought that that looked stunning, and I did like the kind of the asses chaps thing as well. I thought they looked quite fun. But yeah, it wasn't my favourite in terms of like the colour combos. Because like, it was like two very similar. Like there was the blue and white of the like placemat things on her. She was like the kind of like swimsuit thing was made out of. And then there was the blue and white of the, the pants. But like it was different blues and white. So it kind of felt mm. a bit like it felt a bit sort of. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. And I felt like she no. kind of got, she kind of got like sort of middling feedback on it. Yeah, I think she can. She has the benefit of kind of being able to wear anything, but yeah. I think on somebody else, it would have highlighted how much of a mess it kind of was. I I also wasn't sure what thing what way things were going to go because you'd had sort of uh, Cracker and Juju both kind of acknowledge the help that she'd given them and talk about that, and I wasn't sure because you never like you never know what way the producers are going to use that like kind of. It, like it felt like it could have been going down maybe if you didn't maybe you'd have the a better look Asia O'Hara route yeah being like yeah. you know you should help yourself before you help other people yeah and then but then like it just seemed it then it seemed to just turn into more of a kind of like oh we need to help each other to be better as a community but it, like I don't know because then the judges didn't really say anything about it like it said Michelle was using her disapproving voice when she brought it up I felt mm. yeah Touché. it was weird it was but, weird. Um, but yeah I, I thought that she was I, I, I thought that she, she was she was she was grand, you know? Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. I actually really liked Alexis. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't I, have shown the, the pool underneath it. Like I kinda thought no. that showed the you know, that showed the veil, that showed the Wizard of Oz, like keep the mystery. I, I agree. I think that I, I sort of agree with what Carson said about the pool being maybe a bit too high. Like perhaps if it had been slightly lower mm. again, so that it had been more so it like so the it was more of a traditional kind of mermaid thing where the 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 kind of like edge was was more down near the floor, but again that would probably made it harder to walk in and harder mm-hmm. to manage. But I thought she looked great. I thought she like it was very Alexis Mateo. Like that is the kind of like the hair bun thing sitting on top of her head, the, like big pageanty makeup, the gown really well fitted. I thought she looked fab. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would have put her in the kind of like based on the critiques, I suppose I would have put her kind of in, in the bottom middle. But I suppose that is the bottom then. Yeah, I just I thought it was a very clear in my mind, it was very clear that Blair should have gone home. 
Yeah, I just to, just to, to to guess to 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 get right to get right to the cut cut right to the chase. Yeah, like it was a clearly Blair Alexis bottom two, I think. Uh, yeah. Shay, like I think Cracker and Juju. Cracker had the most polished look and a funny voiceover. Juju had a less polished look, but an even funnier voiceover. Shay was kind of grand on both of them, and Blair kind of stumbled on both of them, and Alexis was good at one, bad at the other. So I found the critique or the like the deliberations more stressful to watch. Yeah. Than, than I have like I, I like. It just sort of it was really apparent how hard it was for everyone. I I appreciated Cracker just being out straight and being like, "No bullshit, guys." But this is between you two, rather than kind of this pretense that like Juju and Shay were even in the running to be going home. Like, I thought that was really good. And I don't know whether like she was told to do that or whether she decided to do it herself. Whatever it was, but I I appreciated that she did that. Yeah, I thought Blair was a bit like, oh, is that how it is? Oh, so you're not friends with me anymore because you're thinking that I'm in the bottom. But like, yeah, look at the track record and look at the critiques in this episode. Like, you were up for elimination. Yeah, exactly. You were the bottom two. There is no two ways about that. Like, you yeah. have to get you have to get over it. Your little shiver shush isn't going to save you now, Blair Sinclair. <laughs> I think it is difficult at this point of the competition for all, for all the competitions because everyone's done good and bad. So it yeah. kind of does have to come down to wins, but then if they think somebody should have won and who didn't win, like obviously they saw that that mayhem India improv challenge as a you know a work of Meryl Streep herself, which we didn't see. You know, so they yeah. all have different opinions, and it's tough. I would have thought they should have just kept it to each challenge, um, and I yeah. think that's maybe what they did really in the end. The there was a really fun moment from Cracker when she's choosing her lipstick. You like secretly want me to do it and pick up Shay's Shay's. <laughs> she's doing the head bop as well. Pick up Shay's lipstick as well. Like I thought she was quite funny there. Um, yeah. Unpopular opinion. I like Roxy Andrews. I don't dislike Roxy Andrews. Okay. Do you like her? I think she's fine. Okay. Like I think I I appreciate her. Like in her two seasons that she's been on, I think that she like she definitely like. She's good television. She's entertaining. But I feel like she kind of overstayed... Like, I don't feel... She overstayed a welcome in All-Stars 2. And I think that by doing that, she kind of... I, I think she should have left the party earlier in All-Stars 2 and would have it would have been better for her, I think. I, I agree. I, like, she came out of season five. I'm Roxy Andrews. I'm a good drag queen. I'm a bit of a bitch. And then she yeah. goes into All-Stars 2 and she goes, okay, I'm not that good of a drag queen, but I'm not a bitch anymore. So that's kind of how I saw it. Um, yeah. And I thought she came across quite nice and she came across quite humble in All-Stars 2 and she kind of won me over again. No, absolutely. And I, I, do, I think that like Detox and, and Alaska did her a disservice by keeping her around longer than she should have because yeah. it was, it was, her story was to come back and kind of be like, like basically she was like, I'm drag perfection in what you're looking for in an actual drag queen. I'm not America's Next Drag Superstar in what this show is looking for, but my looks are always sickening. My performances when I'm doing lip syncs are unreal. I know how to like turn a party whatever in in it like i can host a show in a club and i'm brilliant at that i always look spectacular i'm not a bitch anymore the last time we saw her was all stars too and people were mocking her mirthlessly for her her verse on reggie wrote you which even gets brought up in this episode so this is the first time we see her and she's here for some redemption she's here to remind us how fierce of a lip syncer she is because she couldn't lip sync herself out of problems in all stars too and she doesn't even do that good of a job no she didn't i'm not sure i'm not sure that this uh, this format change uh, is 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 giving me the sort of 
ooh-ah-ah sensation. It is not giving me the ooh-ah-ah sensation. I actually miss not having two winners per episode. That really sort of threw up the game. Like, that kind of made things more difficult to to see who's going to win. Whereas now it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of clear to see who's going to win. Who would be the second... Who would have won the in the uh, talent show for you after India Farah? Oh, well, I felt that Mariah deserved to have been in the top for that. And I thought that hers was the most interesting performance. And I would have given... Like, I, I don't understand why she wasn't. Now, I'm trying to remember who was in the top. So so Alexis and Miss Cracker were the other two tops. Probably Cracker? Yeah, probably. So I, I wasn't... I wasn't... Like, Alexis was good, but I wasn't mad about it. So if you had India Cracker first first win, then second episode was Shay, Juju and Blair. I would have given it to Juju for that win. It would have been Shay yes, and Juju. definitely. I mean, already Shay versus Juju is a better lip sync than Shay and um, Alyssa. Third episode was uh, Juju, the improv challenge. It was Juju, Blair and Mayhem. Oh no, that was the room challenge, sorry. The yeah. Juju and Mayhem? Or, well, if Juju, Juju won outright. Yeah. But it's also in that instance, they probably would have had to give it to Mayhem and Blair because oh, they would true, have been yeah. like winning team. So already then, uh, at that point... In the first three episodes, you would have six different winners. That would have made it so much more complicated and so much closer. Juju, you know, because you would have had India, Cracker, Shay, Juju, Mayhem, and Blair all having a win in the first three episodes. That made it so much more closer than just having three people win. Yeah, no, absolutely. Next week's episode is a stand-up challenge, and there's only four of them. How long is that episode going to last for? Unless there's some kind of a gag with the queens coming back or something like, that we're not aware of. But I think they would have teased that in the trailer, or you would have seen something. But no, you're right. And are we only getting a final three? I just, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I, don't know. Mm, I mean, the, actually, that's the one thing we didn't really talk about there was, would, would you have, I wouldn't have sent Alexis home. I would not have sent um, Alexis home. I would have sent Blair home. No, on the the balance of the run in the competition and on this episode, Blair deserved to go home. I guess they all voted for her and probably they did, yeah, they, they, as well. They, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I let's talk a bit about Blair. I mean, we're probably over time, but like she's got such a middle of the road edit this season. She hasn't had any particularly outstanding moments. She's often safe and she's often not discussed. She gives some sort of like, at the very beginning of the season, she was all this kind of like, oh, I'm a slut now, girls. Check me out. I talk about riding. And, like, kind of was like, I'm a, the bad girl now. But yeah, she's had, like, one or two, like, talking head moments that are, like, that have been kind of like, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, really, though, like, it is interesting this season as well because the, the only talking head that I'm interested in is GGB. Like, she's the only person who's who's sort of Oh, I like entertaining. Cracker and I like uh, Shay as well. Yeah, I don't know. I I think both of them are grand, but I just think that, like, Gigi's, like, properly entertaining in a way that, yeah. like, kind more of consistent. more than just... Yeah. yeah. Blair has been very meh the entire season. And, like, really, like, the highlight of the season for Blair is more than likely going to be the... Reading the challenge. Shiver- well, no, the, the, the oh. shiver shush that Rue brought up. That's a grim highlight. <laughs> so there we go see this is normally we need a a guest to keep us less hateful about the season that's it we're we're kept on (laughs) on track by by a third party who stops us from going full-on we hate this show we've made a podcast about (laughs) 
a, a version of the show we are really enjoying though is Drag Race Canada. I watched Cannot the episode get, I watched during the, episode, the week. So good. Join us back here on Wednesday where we'll have Drag Queen Extraordinaire Viola Gavis on to talk about it. Last week I was supposed to talk about Untucked on Instagram and I totally forgot. So I will be back tomorrow on Sunday on Instagram stories at Stepod to talk about Untucked because I've got my own redemption to do. You do, yeah. You're like Roxy Andrews. You're here to make it clear you watched <laughs> <Yeah>. Untucked. <laughs> Congratulations to Shauna Downing as well, who won our 20 euro Just Eat voucher uh, for the Fancy League last week. If you want to play along the Fancy League, there's still a 20 euro Just Eat voucher up for grabs um, for the winner of the overall season. So just find it in the link in our bio on Tissapod. Until then, have a nice week and we'll talk to you Wednesday. Bye! Bye! This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.